Welcome to Life Center Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and our church, visit lifecenternyc.com. God is good. You never know what he's what he what he's going to do. And uh, we just we just we want to do what we see our father doing. We don't want to just come in and be religious. You know, which means like we we fulfill a certain thing that we feel obligated to do to um, uh, meet a certain requirement. That we're we're in relationship, and we don't. You know, if you're married or you have a significant other in your life, you know you don't just do certain things to check boxes. You you know, you actually want to have communion. You want to have a relationship. You uh, share intimate thoughts and concerns, and you, you do life together. And uh, that's called a relationship. And it could be with a friend, or it could be a, a spouse, uh, but that's, a relationship is, is based on walking with someone else in, uh, in, in a mutual love and shared concern, right? It's, that's what it's about. Anyway, so this morning, we just feel like the Lord is, is he's already moving. I mean, it, you know, I feel him moving now. <laughs> so, so we're going to stay with the theme. And uh, how many know that the testimony of what Jesus has done in your life is the spirit of prophecy? So what does that mean? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It means that when you share your testimony, when you share what God's done in your life, it, it releases over the person a call to their destiny, a call to their healing, a call to their salvation. Whatever it is, it releases something. So if you share a testimony of healing, it calls out to them that they can be healed the Spirit of God. We're co-laboring with Him. If you share a testimony of your salvation, it releases salvation grace over them. It does. You have to believe this. It's so important that you move in belief and not in unbelief. Okay? This is, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Those who come to Him must believe. Say believe. believe. Those who come to Him must Believe, believe in him and what? That he is a rewarder of those who casually once a week on Sunday seek him. No, that's not what it says, right? If you're only seeking him for the hour and a half you're here, you are not seeking him with diligence. I mean, we, he's got to be every part of our lives. In him, we live and move and actually have our very being, our existence. When we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is acknowledge the Lord. You know, uh, Benny Hinn wrote a great book called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. So he'd wake up in the morning, and what would he say? Good morning, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. This is, and this is who we need to be. This is who we need to be because we're walking in a relationship if you're not walking in a relationship uh, and you're walking in religion, you may have missed 
the God who wants to spend time with you. Okay, so it's just so important. Turn with me quickly before I call some people up to Romans 12, beginning at verse 10. Romans 12, beginning at verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. I'm sorry. Revelation 12. I apologize. I got too excited up here. I can't even read. You know, on your U version, it's real small on top. Bless the Lord. Let me, okay, Revelation. Romans 12 is good too, but let's go with Romans, Revelation 12. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before God day and night. How often is he accusing you before God? Day and night. He's the accuser. How often does he accuse other people to you day and night. You know those thoughts in your mind that someone slighted you or they didn't say hello to you or you're offended at them or blah, blah, blah. You know, those, when you partner with those thoughts, you're agreeing with who? The accuser. It's so important that we, how many want to be in agreement with the accuser? No. Who do you want to agree with? The Lord, Jesus. So he says, Keep extending grace. Bless them, Lord. They don't know what they're doing. Oh, they know what they're doing. No, no, no. Bless them, Lord. I'm not the judge. I'm not going to stand in judgment. I'm asking you to bless them. You're the only righteous judge. Whatever I'm feeling, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, this is a generation where it's everything about how we feel. And, like, get over your feelings. (laughs) You know, you can acknowledge them. God, I feel this way, help me, you know, but don't, don't let your feelings dictate who you are. Let the truth. How many know there's a difference between facts and truth? Facts say one thing, truth says another. Where do we choose to, to partner and plant ourselves? In the truth. Why? The truth will set you free. Do you want freedom? Stay in truth. Don't stay in the facts. Stay in the truth. You know, if the fact says you have cancer, the truth says by his stripes I'm healed. Okay? And we got we to gotta, we gotta keep, we have to, in the face of the facts, you got to declare the truth. Until the, the facts bow to the truth. Because every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Christ is Lord. He's Lord over everything. So keep declaring truth in the face of contrary facts until the facts line up. Facts change. Truth never st- changes. Let me say that again. Facts change. Health conditions change. The truth never changes. He's good. Come on. You can clap. Come on. Okay. Who accused them before God day and night. He has been cast down. Verse 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to death, unto death. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Okay, 
Verse 11 again, and they overcame him by three things, the blood of the lamb. Without the, sh without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Jesus was the worthy lamb of God. He shed his blood that we might, that our sins would be washed away. The blood hasn't lost its power. The word of their testimony. It's important that you keep rehearsing your testimony. You share testimony because this is how you overcome. And they did not love their lives unto death. Don't try to hold on too tightly to the things of this life. Hold it loosely. Say, God, I'm yours. Nothing else matters. You know, all these other things that are trying to put constraints and control on me, God, I just, I'm just yours. And I'm not going to hold on too tightly. So with that, I wanna, we're going to share some testimonies this morning. I'm gonna, my wife's going to come up, and I think we have Lachlan, and Coralie's going to share, and my wife's going to share. And let's see. You know, after a weekend of giving room for a healing, a physical healing conference and an inner healing conference, we want to just say thank you so much to the ARC of Julie, Marcus, and Claudia for for putting that on for this city. And for those that didn't participate, so you know, 32 different churches participated. I mean, we were sitting next to a couple that were pastors that flew in from Texas. So we just thank God for this. You know, for, when you give room to these things, like Bill was saying about, you know, the accuser of the brethren, and it's from Revelations right there. So the enemy will even accuse saying, well, he's not going to heal you. Maybe you'll heal the other person next to you, but, you know, oh, that testimony, well, that's, that's for them, but it does not not going to happen to you, you know? That's an accusation against God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, I, the enemy accuses God, accuses us. He's just an accuser. Yeah. So this weekend, I feel like so much of this was targeted, that critical spirit, that cynical spirit, that spirit of unbelief. God wants to do business with that in our hearts. And we want to release the testimonies of what he has done to counteract that and more faith to build up in the room as we release these testimonies. I know for me too, like very just simple. I, they prayed for me. I had a headache yesterday, right? And, um, and it was Donna's uh, assistant that prayed for me. And it didn't get healed, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, like, you know, that, that critical, cynical thing. Yeah. But I want to tell you that with it might not have gotten healed at that moment. I didn't take anything for it. But within like an hour afterwards, it was completely gone. I, it just so it's not not in his headache. All right. It's not such a big deal, you could say. But the thing is that God does these things. He turns things around and he wants us to have our eyes focused on him and not on our circumstance. So even as we start calling people up and if you feel like you have, because um, we, we didn't even know all the testimonies or anything, but you know, if you feel like you have a testimony, can you like maybe Rich, you could just stand by the soundboard and gather people that you know want to share something and we want to make it like under three minutes because we want to give time and place for everyone and um, we want to build Faith, okay? Faith in the room. So Hebrews 
Hebrews 4, 12. Everybody should know this one that's a believer. And if you don't, we want to invite you in to know the Son of God. This is our hope. This is the anchor of our soul is Jesus. All right, so 4, 12. Hebrews 4, 12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God wants to get to our problem areas. Where is that thing? And we don't even know it. There could be blind spots in our lives that we are not aware that are there. But the word of God comes in sharper than any two-edged sword and reveals them and highlights them. Okay? So I would like to even um, read a testimony of this. Uh, um, you know, somebody uh, texted me uh, the testimony of what happened to them this weekend. So um, there was somebody yesterday that, you know, they raised their hand, they had a question to ask or something, and they asked, this is what they wanted. They asked for an impartation of joy. Do you remember that yesterday afternoon? Okay. They asked, I want an impartation of joy because this team that came in, they did carry that joy, that joy and that faith. Okay. So this, this woman, not part of their team, she raised her hand and said, I want an impartation of joy. So as there was an impartation, everybody received, right? Wherever you were in your seat, we all, there was a blessing of that released. Okay. So one of the people that was here, this is what... Um, this is what they what they saw, what they felt. Okay, um, the Lord had all of a sudden shown them their heart, you know, like a big red heart, right? And there were all these little blemishes on their heart, and they're a believer for a long time. They didn't even know, like, huh, what is this, God? What is this, you know? And and so what happened was a light of joy entered into this space of this one tiny blemish, just only one of them. There was a spot, a door opened, and the light of Jesus came, entered into that space, and the blemish on that door broke apart and scattered and disappeared. And the door was closed, and then it was bright red, just like the rest of the heart. Okay? And then they had a dream last night that the Lord gave them a new identity, and the new name was Joy. Okay? And as they were driving this morning, they saw a flag in real life. They saw a flag with joy on it. So God is trying to drive this home. All right? So now, even me this week, but it wasn't part of the conference, I too felt there were blind spots that the Lord was highlighting. All right? So even in this, we want to just say, anybody feel like, you know, why don't we do an impartation activation right now? If anybody right now, Holy Spirit... Holy Spirit, we ask up? you, stand, stand up, up, and we're going to... Put gonna your hands out like you're about to receive. Yeah, Come and on. then, and Posture why don't we yourself. even close our eyes with this one? Because we want to engage with Holy Spirit and not with anybody else in the room. Holy Spirit, reveal to me your heart of joy for me. Reveal to me your heart of joy for me. And just wait on him right now. See what he shows you. Keep coming, Holy Spirit. Waves of joy. Thank you, Father. And how about we release to him our stress right now? Anybody feeling stress over anything they're holding or carrying him? Let's just release that stress to him right now. 
for the Lord has not given us that stress, right? He's given us joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Why don't we just say, Lord, I take off the stress. Lord, I take off the stress. And I give it to you. And I give it to you. And what do you give me in return? What do you give me in return? Did anybody feel something? Just yeah. call out what you received. Yeah, in call, out. Call, it call out. Call it out. Peace. Hope. Hope. Wash. Yeah. Garment of praise. Yes. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Thank right you, thinking. Jesus. We're going to get right thinking here. Hope, hope. We just break off hopelessness now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Woof. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody else? Come on, say it out loud. Let's say it out loud. Freedom. freedom. Come on. There's more. Yes, freedom. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Joy. Come on. The joy of the Lord is my strength. We need joy. When the tasks look impossible, you need joy. That's when that was given out in Nehemiah. They had to rebuild the temple. Oh, my goodness. How are you going to do all that work? Not in your own strength. Works cannot be in our own strength. Father, forgive us for working in our own strength. We need the oil of joy. We need your joy to carry out the work in front of us. Thank you, Lord. If you have stress on your job, it's not for you to take that on and do the work. It's, that's when you get the joy. That's what happened in Nehemiah. They got joy to do the building, to rebuild. Come on. Amen. My yoke is heavy. Well, his, okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll say it. Go ahead, say it, say it. Yeah. His, his yoke is easy. And his, burden, and his is light. burden is light. Now, the yoke isn't the egg yolk, okay? We're, we live in a city, and we, 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 what the heck is a yoke? The yoke is an agricultural term that bound two animals together so that they would work together. And the problem was is the enemy put a yoke on us and bound us in slavery to sin, but the, the anointing broke the yoke of slavery off of us. And we yoke ourselves to Jesus now, and his yoke is easy, and his burden, light. So just receive the easy yoke of being yoked, attached to Jesus. And his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Okay, you feel that falling off of you? Yeah. Shed it off. That's right. I, feel, I see people shaking it off. Just shake it off. It's not our responsibility. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, if you're feeling like you have a testimony from this weekend that we don't already know about, please let Rich and Mariah know back there. Okay, and uh, I have another scripture for you. 2 Corinthians, uh, you could sit down now. 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 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 
whom the sun sets free is free indeed. We're just believing freedom, shackles broken off, freedom, freedom, freedom. People don't even know what, sometimes like that, that uh, testimony, you don't even know that you have, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> you don't even know that they have uh, blind spots, right? So we're just believing freedom, freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, um, I'm going to start, you know, inviting some people up that had the uh, testimonies, and um, and let's glean and learn from each other. This is exciting, you know. This is family, and now we get to so when rejoice. We when we hear the testimonies, this, a prophetic word is being released. Yeah. Prophecy isn't just when someone gets up and says, "Thus saith the Lord," blah blah blah, you know, over your life. That's that's wonderful, and we bless it. But when someone speaks a testimony of what Jesus has done in their life, it releases the grace for you to receive that same impartation. So as we call these people up and they release their testimony, it's, not it's about them, but it's about what God's doing. And when we fix our eyes on what Jesus is doing, you set yourself up to receive the same blessing. So Lachlan, Corley, why don't you guys come up? And, and Merrily too. Merrily. Hi, everyone. When I know I was going to come and visit New York, I called Carlton and it's like, hey, which, which weekend? There's a Friday night. <laughs> I want to be here when there's a Friday night. And um, then there was the conference as well, so it was it's amazing, and I could see a lot of you. Uh, so mine is a word of knowledge. And if, um, as um, Chuck Perry was speaking um, towards the end, the last 10, 15 minutes, my uh, my right breast started hurting extremely. And then I remembered, and I also saw the person out of my um, right, out of my eye, that this person um, has cancer. And it's breast cancer. So I have no idea what Chuck Perry said at the end, but I knew I needed to go and pray for this person. Um, he said something and some people were standing up and at that point I was uh, sitting and kneeling in front of the person. like, I want to pray for you. <laughs> and we said, I'm like, is it in your right breast? And she's, yes. And we started praying and later on other people started praying and we pray and, and, and the Spirit just led us on how to pray. But after we prayed and I said to her, my shoulders are still um, hurting. My right shoulder is hurting. She's like, Mine is as well. I'm like, and she thinks it's a word of knowledge. And it's like, okay, well, it's not for you. It's for someone. And we turned around and Heidi was sitting there. And we're like, hey, is your shoulders hurting? <laughs> and she talked about just the stress of her body going through and a hard operation of stopping her heart and then restarting it. And she felt this tension. And we were able to pray for her as well. So I just want to say this. If God gives a word of knowledge, he wants to heal. He's not advertising sickness and illness. God heals. <laughs> so, that, so that's the thing. And some of you might actually start feeling something in your body. And guess what? It's not always about you. <laughs> so it, it does feel strange because sometimes in a subway or wherever, I would ask someone something and they would ask, what, what is this about? But in a church, it's also a safe place. And hey, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Like, Get a, get a lesson in humility. <laughs> um, so just with that, I, I, this one scripture I want to uh, just read, and it's Ephesians 3 verse 19. May you experience the love of Christ. 
If it's through word of knowledge or just sitting here, may you experience the love of Christ. It's too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that come from God. That says even sickness, deliverance. You're here to be made whole and free today. So thank you. If you or anybody is, is believing God for healing from breast cancer, anybody in your family, wherever you can stand in proxy, just stand up for a minute. And I just, or shoulders. We just want to release this because that's what this is about the spirit of prophecy. God, I just rebuke the spirit of cancer to leave right now, especially breast cancer, in the name of Jesus. It is no right to be here, something that you created to actually feed the next generation, and now the enemy is attacking it. So we are standing with Christ, that this is an attack even not just on this, but also on the next generation. It's not allowed to be here. Cancer have to leave right now. Any tumors in the body has to leave right now. And especially for the women that has been struggling with breast cancer, we rebuke this and we speak the word of life over you, not just for you, but also for your next generation. Because God cares not just about you, but he cares about every generation from you. Let the joy come. Let the joy come. And for shoulders and any tension to actually fall off. That is step into the light. Step into your goodness. That your goodness is so strong that any tension and any pressure on any body part would just fall off right now and they experience your goodness. Your goodness is so strong and so warm. And I just ask you guys, if you're in a stressful job, can you just reach out your hand and say, God, I'm partnering with you. And even if this is for your husband or for a child or for a family member, reach out your hand and say, God, I'm partnering with you. I don't have to carry the stress. I'm partnering with you, Jesus. Let the joy of Jesus radiate through your body. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Lachlan, come on up here. Well, I think one thing that I think was a really highlight of the conference is one of the teachings being focused on what God is doing rather than what he hasn't done yet. And one of the things is, I mean, Caitlin and myself are literally getting prayer for health stuff this morning. So, like, I came Friday and still, like, kind of discouraged, to be honest, about needing some huge breakthroughs for healing. But... To, I don't want to distract from something that God did, which was amazing, which was earlier this week, um, uh, my ankle got rolled, and I've had ankle injuries before and had to go to physio for it, and getting the scar tissue broken up is one of the most painful things, <laughs> and it's not fun. And my ankle got rolled, and I kind of was in denial, but I knew it was rolled, because every time I'd pull it to the side, I could feel it. 
And so I came on Friday, and I wasn't even too honest thinking about it that much. But then actually, as I was walking out the door, and Billy doesn't even know this. I'm not sure if he's still in here. Um, he asked me, oh, you want to play basketball, Lachlan, uh, tomorrow on Saturday morning? I was like, oh, no, sorry, I can't. I rolled my ankle, but I want to come back tomorrow morning because I'm hoping it'll get healed. And he said, oh, no worries. Yeah, fair enough. Like, you know, take care of that. And so right after I shared that with him, I was walking up the stairs, and I just heard, you're healed. And... And I was just like, okay, I may as well try it out. So I just got to the top of the stairs. No one's there. And I just start, like, practicing with my ankle. And I was like, what on earth is gone? And I, I don't even... <laughs> and I was so skeptical. I kept, like, trying it out. Like, no, I must need to press it more. And at this stage, I'm like, the other one probably hurts more than this if I push it that way. And no one even prayed for me. And so just to be encouraged, like, it doesn't have to be some big dramatic moment sometimes. God can speak and it's done. So just believe in that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. And if anyone else has an ankle injury, um, do you want to stand up? Put, yeah, yeah. I mean, any of that. Just put um, yeah, any ortho injury, anything you need physiotherapy for, anything like that. Because I was already practicing in my head all the exercises I was going to need to start doing. I was quite stressed about it. I was like, I don't have time. <laughs> and, and now I'm free. So, okay. Lord Jesus, we just thank you right now. Lord, we thank you right now for complete healing. That When you speak, it's done. So we just speak, be healed in Jesus' name. All right, it's that simple. Test it out right now. Like, probably test it. Don't say it's better if it's not. But if it is, please jump up and down, wave your hand, do something. Any, yeah, put your hand up, anyone, if there's any difference. Because even if it's a little difference, that's what I noticed. Mine was so small, I barely noticed the difference. But then I went, wait, hold on, it's gone. So we thank you, Jesus, right now. Yeah, could someone put their hand up if you feel for any difference? Don't lie. Also, I don't want you to be nice. Just do it honestly. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, and when you're walking outside the door, just test it one more time. That threshold, as you walk into place, there's an anointing. When you come into place, we've been praying around the clock here at times. There's been so much going up. So listen, you know, the anointing of God is tangible. You know, when they said, just ask the man, you know, who was thrown on the bones of Elijah. Do you know the story? That's from the Bible. Okay. The dry, dead bones of Elijah still had anointing. Because the anointing is tangible. And when he fell on the bones, he came to life again. So God is, God is moving. So let's not limit him. And uh, if you were praying for something that didn't happen right now, don't stop believing. My wife shared that night, boom, the testimony, the, the, the headache went away. So I'm going to just say, like, even as he was going up the stairs, he was under this painting, right? If You know, we all forget about this painting, you know, but after a while it becomes like, oh, it's there. You know, it's Jeremiah, right? And it's, it's uh, I know the plans that I have for you. So Heidi's going to come up next because she's the one that painted it. And you don't know how many hours of prayer, come on up, Heidi. You don't know how many hours of prayer went into that as she was painting it. We would have it on the side. I mean, she actually stretched that thing to make it like the same size as that wall. It was a big thing, right? But for months, we prayed over that because it would be seen 
on the streets of people walking by, that they would know that God has good plans for them. So even as Lachlan is going up underneath that painting, right, it's releasing the plans that the Lord has, that they're for good and not for evil, to give a future and a hope, right? So now, um, so Heidi painted, but she also has a physical healing testimony that, yeah, go ahead. So thank you. I want to release that word, Jeremiah 29, 11, over you all, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So declare that over all of us. And I want to sh thank you all for praying for me in these last couple months. <laughs> um, since I was born, I had something called Wolf-Parkins syndrome. And through um, the prayers and through science and medicine, the Lord healed my heart for after two operations. So I wanted to, um, I also wanted to share what God released to me was Psalm 103. And um, I want you to just receive this and reach out your hands. Psalm 103, praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. So he crowns you with love and compassion. He crowns us with love and compassion. Um, so I want to ask anyone who has any kind of syndrome or anyone in your family or friends who has a syndrome to stand up. I'm going to release prayer. Um, anything that, that is called a syndrome is fine. So, and especially heart, something with a heart, because God completely healed my heart. Like, I have no medication, no, no therapy, nothing. <laughs> my heart is completely healed. So, Lord, I just um, release a healing over hearts, healing over physical hearts, and just anything with hearts, God. We just release the healing the leaves of the tree are for the healing of your people and of nations. God, thank you. So we just bless, bless, bless anyone who's had a, a syndrome or has been diagnosed with a syndrome. Just release complete healing in the na mighty name of Jesus. Um, yesterday, um, I had this migraine on the left side of my brain, and Chuck said, is there anyone um, about the healing? So I got up and I grabbed um, my healing, and I still felt a headache, and there was a young man, um, Mateo, he laid hands on my head, and the headache went away. 
And then later on, it came back again. So Natalie came over, and she laid hands on my head, and the headache went away. And then Chuck said, um, just ask the Lord what is it that he wants to give you, friend. And I just heard the voice of the Lord said laughter, because she was just hysterically laughing yesterday. And I said, I want that joy. So then she said, can I lay hands on you, Tommy? And she said, Lord, the joy of the Lord is a strength. And then this morning I walked in, I was coming from the bathroom, and Frank and his sister sitting by the chair, and my husband and um, Carrington just hysterically laughing, so I just went over, and the joy of the Lord just knocked me over. <laughs> so we just, I just released the joy of the Lord on, on each and every one of us this morning. Amen. <laughs> And I want to say, too, is that Lisa and Anthony are intercessors here. And if you want prayer, you can get prayer for them. So this is also a plug for this week. We're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday prayer and fasting. So, you know, each morning there's facilitators. They're going to facilitate, I think it's Tuesday morning on that. Okay. So another healing, physical healing. Do we have Marcus and Claudia, you want to come up? Come on up. Let's give it up for Marcus and Claudia. And then Jeanette, if you want to just come be on deck. Yeah. Guys, first of all, thank you so much for supporting us. And thank you for Bill and Tammy and just the whole pastoral team for championing us. And gosh, God showed up and he showed up big. And so, but thank you guys for everybody who, who attended. Um, there was a couple of healings, but I just wanted to release these. There was somebody who actually came who had um, Lyme's disease. So if you guys know Lyme's disease, there's a lot of like fatigue and headache. Um, and literally she had like no pain after, I, I can't remember what part of the, the healing, what it was, but literally she came up and she says, I have no pain. Uh, and so all her pain lifted. We also saw backs being healed. There's a young woman who um, had come, I guess she, she's an athlete in her back. Um, there was a lot of pain and the Lord healed her back and also, and also like strengthened her back as well. So just release that. Guys, and like we said, if you have this, um, receive it. Jump up and receive it. I think there's, remember what, what um, Chuck said, there is this prophetic act. And so there's something about like actively saying, Lord, I'm going to put my faith to it. I'm going to get up and grab it. And so, remember, there's no shame. This is all family, so you guys can get up and do that. Um, but then also, I just felt, guys, when I was sitting there, I felt that as people are sharing, there's people here. And it's interesting, before Heidi got up, I asked the Lord, uh, Lord, what do you what do you want to heal? And, and he said, I want to heal hearts. So that's awesome. And you hit the physical, but I really feel like there's emotional, that God wants to heal uh, hearts, that, that there's... Um, whew, there's hearts that are sick in this, uh, in this room. And I, I heard the, um, the Bible verse, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And I feel like to just break off disappointment in the room, that there's people here that you're like, oh, great, that's great for them, but it's not going to happen for me. Well, that's a lie of the enemy. So Papa God, we just thank you, Lord. Right now, disappointment goes in the name of Jesus. We just break off disappointment, God, of the things that haven't happened. We break off hope deferred, God. And Father, we just release this, your spirit of hope in the room. 
Yeah, guys, if you just feel like, wow, it's not going to happen for me, we just laugh at that. Ha, ha, ha. We laugh at it's not going to happen in the name of Jesus. Because it is going to happen. And I'm just painting a target of healing over you guys. So, Father, we just thank you, God, that there's no impossibility for you, God. Yeah, guys, just grab it. If you think, wow, this is not going to happen for me, that's a lie. We break off that lie off of you right now in the name of Jesus. All right, I'll pass it over to my beautiful husband. Thank you. She made me blush. Uh, about the breast cancer. I had breast cancer when I was 18 as a man. It's a very, very rare thing for a man. I wasn't even a Christian. But there were people praying for me, and they cut a tumor out. And then five years later, I got a prophecy. It was one of my first prophecies I ever received, that the Lord healed me back then. So I just released this, especially over women. Even if they have to cut it out, you're still going to be healed. Amen. Amen. And I just as an encouragement, I, I love what when Sal shares his testimony. You know... When we pray, and there are a lot of people were praying for him, right? But he still had to go to a hospital, right? But he's still healed. So and there are people, they're like, oh, you know, people prayed for me, and then I went to the hospital, and then I had to cut it out and so on. That's the heal exactly. Because even if you just cut yourself on a finger, and you put a Band-Aid around, who's going to heal you? Not a Band-Aid. The doctors have to wait for that miracle to happen. So the doctor cut sell open. They did everything they were able to do and then they had to wait. So it's still a powerful testimony. So don't get encouraged when you have to go to hospital like, oh my God, they have to cut me open. The Lord is still working through those doctors, through medication and so on, right? Obviously, I would love to see if we lay hands on cell, no more operation. Tammy, her hip, no more operation, but they are healed. So don't get disappointed. Amen. And one thing about testimony, for the longest I didn't share any testimony at all because I believed a lie from the enemy saying, if you share your testimonies, you're bragging about yourself. And I believed in it. So I didn't share anything. And then one day the Lord told me, if you don't share my testimony of what I'm doing, you give the devil credit. That struck me right there. And since then, I can't hold back sharing testimonies. Like Bill said, we had trainings and so on, we shared testimonies and people got healed of that very testimony without anybody praying over that. So guys, no matter what you get healed of, what breakthrough you had, finances, whatever it might be, share it. You never know who sits in the room who needs to hear that. They're like, oh my God, he's done it before and he's going to do it again and again and again. So release it. Don't partner with those lies. You're praying about yourself, you're praying about Jesus. Amen. Guys, I also felt, and, and Chuck said this, and it's so important, we do this in the healing rooms. If you came this weekend or, and your pain went down, let's celebrate that as well. Because I think sometimes we're like, oh gosh, but even 50% 50, 50 better, 75% better. If anything, kind of, you just felt relief 
or also if you felt peace. You know, I feel sometimes we're like physical, but there's also, you know, there's peace, joy, love, all of those. It's like, God, thank you. So there's that spirit of thanksgiving that's so important as well. So even if you guys want to come up and you're like, gosh, I had a crazy headache. It, didn't, it hasn't fully gone, but it was, it's 75% better. Guys, I want to encourage you, if that's okay, for them to come, because we're going to believe that it's going to be 100% healed. And remember what Chuck said, and, and we really do believe this, it's the spirit of thanksgiving, saying, God, thank you, focusing on him, not what hasn't happened. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys, if it, even if it's just 50% better, we're going to believe for 100% with you. Um, that's all. <laughs> Thanks. Amen. Two more quick testimonies. JP, come on up, and then we're going to go with Mira Lee, and then and worship team, why don't you guys come up? Maybe you can play softly in the background, because after that, we're going to praise God, and we'll see what he's going to do. Oh, JP's not here? Oh, yes, he is. Wow. Wow, so, um, oh, man. I just so thank the Lord. He is so good. Um, my testimony is that in June, on June 2nd, I was biking home from a friend's house, and um, I just thought I would bike home. I've biked tired before in the past, and uh, I didn't know what would happen. Um, I biked away. I said bye to my friend, and I woke up three days later in the ICU in um, the hospital, and I, I had no idea. I didn't even know I was tearing out the things, you know, and, um, and then I saw a picture of myself, and I was, like, completely mangled, like, my face was all messed up, I had uh, a hyperextended clavicle, my ribs were bruised, um, oh, yeah, there was a fracture to my face, um, a brain injury, and, uh, man, God is so good, like, you guys all... You guys all prayed for me, and I, I was so encouraged because sometimes, like, my friend that was helping me at the time, she would come and open the laptop, and I'd be able to watch service, and I was just like, whoa, whoa, like, the love, the love in this room, and so, um, whoa, so um, that was, like, six months ago, and since then, I've had, like, surgeries and all these things, and like God is like healing my uh, shoulder, and obviously I don't look all mangled, and so, whoa, God is good, and I just want to say that over the weekend, I even had a part of me that was kind of like, ah, you know, the drunken glory, like charismatics, I don't know, you know, like I'm going to be more focused on logical, like <laughs> just kind of focus, you know, but man, whoa, God gave a peace, and, re and released the power of the Holy Ghost, and I was able to move. Come on, come on. I was able to move. Hallelujah. And so I just say, like, if you have experienced pain, if you've been, like, in an accident or something like that, and you're waiting for breakthrough, and you're hoping that God will move, if maybe you've been unconscious, and, and, and you never had that before, and he woke you up, I want you to know that you might have been dead, but he raised you up again, you were alive, and he loves you, he loves you so, so much, so all glory to God, thank you so much. Wow. We were praying... The testimony of uh, JP was, it wasn't good. They, 
he wasn't going to walk again and do all this stuff. It was just crazy. But you see him now. Come on. Come on. Jesus is able. Jesus is able. Merely, why don't you come up? Merely is going to be our lesson. I'm going to get into worship and see what the Lord does. Hi, good morning. So um, I think my testimony will um, affect my entire life. Yeah, so um, just to give you a little bit of background, um, I have um, witnessed so many miracles, and the Lord has used me so many miracles. I've seen paralyzed walk. I've seen eyes that blind open. I've seen ear deep. One thing that fascinated me of the miracles that I've seen in life was a lot of these cerebral palsy children that I've seen right before my very eyes that would just become relaxed, that they're so tight, and they just relax in just five minutes. I've seen these massive miracles in my life and how the Lord has used me. But right in the middle of, 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 of all these things that happened to me for, for a few years after, I started having unbelief. And I never thought that it will hit me. I wasn't, I, I, and to the point that even headache, I, I, I think, like, oh, I don't know if that headache will go. After I have seen the goodness of the Lord. And yesterday, <laughs> whoa. Yesterday, the Lord has reminded me and opened my eyes because I was been praying that, Lord, I want to go to the next level. I don't want to be stagnant, Lord. And I was praying so hard. And I didn't know that this conference will actually change the way I think and the way I feel. And the Lord has opened my eyes to remove this unbelief that I didn't know that I will get it despite of the miracles that I have seen. Whoa! Yes, and, 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 and I told Shirin, I said, this is so good. This is what I've been waiting for. And it encouraged me to do what God has given me. So I'm encouraging you right now that if you have unbelief, it's just because our mind starting to work and not the work of the Lord, of the Holy Spirit. We need to pull the mind of Christ. And also to desire for more because there's so much more to discover who God is. Yesterday, I was being invited to even dream more. I was invited to even desire for more of what God, whatever that I have not witnessed yet. I want to have it. And I want to have it more. So, Lord, I just pray right now, God, and we ask forgiveness for unbelief. Whoa. And I ask you, Lord, to renew our mind and give us the mind of Christ, Lord. And I pray that you will continue to help us to guard our hearts and our mind, that we will only listen to your voice and not the voice of the enemy that's trying to pull us down because we are so dangerous in the kingdom. 
Satan is always not attractive if you have no power and no Holy Spirit. He always so attracted when you are filled of the Holy Spirit because you are dangerous to his kingdom. So if you've been used by God mightily and you find yourself a little bit down and pulling, I'm telling you because you are so dangerous in the kingdom of Satan and he tries his very best to pull you down. Today is the day to fight back and bring back what the enemy has stolen from you. So Lord, I thank you. Never again. Never again, never again. And I thank you. We say yes to your word. Yes to what you can do. And not us, Lord. And Lord, we will be careful to give you all the glory, honor, praises to your name, Lord. And we cast our crown now. <laughs> this very crown, Lord God. And Lord, we just want to cast it down to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. I just want to highlight one part of something merely said. The natural mind cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God because they're spiritually discerned, it says in Romans. Those of you, and I, and I resonate with this, who God's gifted with a brilliant mind, you know, you've maybe straight A's all the time and, you know, you just, you have a great gift of being able to think logically or persuasively and all of that. Your strength, the enemy can try to turn into your weakness, right? Because you can't, the natural mind doesn't receive the things of the spirit. So sometimes you got to turn off your mind and say, God, I, I just, I'm with you. Whatever you say, I'm not going to try to figure it out. I don't need to understand everything. I don't need to be in control. And you just release it to the Lord. And allow the mind of Christ to be in you. He's given us his mind. He says, you know, Jesus said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are much higher than your thoughts. So sometimes I just, if this is, if this is you, just receive it right now. Just receive the mind of Christ. Like a little child, like a little child, because that's, sometimes that's who we have to be. We have to be little children and just receive. Even, you know, JP touched on it sometimes, like these crazy charismatics, I want to be logical about everything, and I'm a very, <clears throat> I'm trained in, in law. And that was a gift. But I went through seasons where I couldn't understand. And my wife and I would, would cry sometimes. Was, we don't understand. <laughs> and God never really answered the question of why. He doesn't always, he doesn't have to answer your why questions. Often God answers a question with a question. 
you know, when I came questioning Jesus, he said, well, I'll answer your question if you answer mine, <laughs> you know. So sometimes we have to give up the right because we don't have rights and we think we do. But you have to give up the right to even understand and say, God, even if you slay me, yet will I trust you. Come on. Even if you slay me, yet will I trust you. That's got to be our heart posture. It's just all in him. It's all in him. So, Father, I just thank you for just releasing the control, releasing us from the control spirit that we have to be in control. God, we, we say you're in control. We surrender to you. God, we give up the right to be in control in the name of Jesus. So just receive that right now. Let go of your control and just let Jesus be Lord. And he's going to walk with you. He's going to guide you. He's going to direct your steps. Let's all stand. Thank you, Lord. There's grace in the room right now. There's grace. I'm going to say it again. There's grace. That grace is this unmerited favor. It has nothing to do with what you did before, what you did a minute ago, the thoughts in your mind. It's just grace is his unmerited favor to you. It's his release. Jesus took all of our sin and released us the grace to walk in, in the fullness of Christ. His, his shed blood washed away all of our sin. And we now step into grace. I want to just, every, let's all close our eyes. Just receive the gift of grace right now in Jesus' name. Receive grace and more grace and more grace. Receive grace. We release grace. Okay, now is, even as you're receiving the grace, release everybody that ever offended you right now. Release them. We give them grace, God. We receive your grace and we give grace. Release those who've hurt you. Release those who have offended you. If there's any unforgiveness right now, we're going to just release forgiveness because that's grace. They don't deserve it, but freely we receive grace. Freely we give grace. If you want to be under grace, you got to be willing to give grace. If you want to be under the law, you got to be willing. If you want... If you want the law for other people, if you want justice for others, then you're going to get justice because you don't what you deserve. Unfortunately, you, me, and everyone, we deserve hell. But he gave me grace so I can be with him in heaven forever. So release the grace. Release the grace. Release the grace. We hope you enjoyed the message. You can also follow us on Instagram at LifeCenterNYC or YouTube at LifeCenterChurchNYC.